Yo, what is up, everybody? Thanks for tuning into the So I Was Thinking podcast. It's your boys. Your boys. boys or boy? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you always say boys and I always say boy. Well, anyway, my name is Felipe. I'm joined by my co-host, Rowan. Hello. And we got something different going on. This is the So I Was Doing Things Differently podcast. Even though we said we were not going to do that anymore. Did, Did we, we say, say that? I'd, I don't think we committed to that. I we change our that. minds way too often. Uh, but this this episode, we are literally in the middle of something that Rowan and I started four years ago. Four? <laughs> like two years. Oh. Two. Oh, it would we're be four. T- talking about Guys Weekend in general. I thought you were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about starting the podcast. No, no, no this no. is year three. Year three. Yeah. One. Two, three, three. This would be year four. This is the second is, time oh that yeah, we've had. Th- that's right. This is my I'm fourth. I'm counting. Yeah. Everybody else is third. Everybody else is third yeah. and second. <laughs> anyway, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. That's the point. So Guys Weekend is a thing <laughs> that Ron and I started a few years ago where we kind of just took the weekend to hang out. And the first one, we just kind of hung out. And then the second one, we decided that it would be beneficial to try to grow in our relationship um, with God as well throughout the weekend. And so we invited uh, someone that's been on this podcast before. We invited Isaac along and uh, then we added a few other rapscallions, a group of hooligans. Yeah. And uh, now this is our fourth year uh, with this crew. And so in the middle of guys weekend, uh, we usually have a theme and we are trying to figure out um, what, you know, like how God is leading us as men, right? So uh, one year we talked about, uh, what did we talk about? Maturity. No, I'm talking about the one that was just the three of us. Um, did we have a theme? It, it was like, time? yeah. I have a sticker from that thing. It was on Guys Weekend. Yeah, but there was, that wasn't a theme. It was <laughs> the kind of man we, we want to be, essentially. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. So we talked about that. And, and last year we talked about maturity. Ironically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We don't have to get into it. Uh, And then this year we decided that, you know, like the theme for our weekend and everything that we talk about is purpose and identity. And we've done episodes on our purpose. We've done episode on our influence and identity. We've done episode on God's purpose and all of that stuff. We don't, we just did an episode. We just done did an episode on the will of God. Did we? We did. We did. Um, Yeah. And so we're here with the boys. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. (laughs) <laughs> all right they they might be half dead i didn't hear you could try again here you go these are the boys hey all right, all right. okay i promise that they're not cows okay because <laughs> it just sounded like that on the in my ears just like, <laughs> Except for we're, li- we're live from the farm farm and harmons um so on that idea we're talking about our our purpose and our identity. Um, and we have people here in, in our group right now in all kind of similar stages of life, but also different stages of life. Right. Like, um, two of these guys are seniors and they're, they're, well, two of these guys were seniors. They're graduated. They're moving on to college. They're stepping on to bigger things. Rowan is about to become a senior. Hey, Oh yeah. And then, uh, we have, we have, uh, two of the other guys that are stepping into their junior year, but I Blossoming think. Blossoming juniors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, 
you know, like I think we we're each in a at a unique place in our lives. I'm 28 years old and getting ready to move into a new apartment. Holler at your boy, Ayo. Uh But uh, you know, like so we're we're each in different periods of our lives. But what does that look like for God to still use us in those moments? Right? What does God? What does it look like for God to use us as a junior, as a senior, as somebody stepping into their first year of college? That's that's kind of where. I think the heart for this weekend came from the heart for the theme for this weekend, because, you know, like as, as we transition, we need direction. As we transition, we need vision. We need to hear from God. We need to know from God that God is with us. Um, and so I think, I think it would be cool because we've been talking all weekend about how do we find God's purpose for our lives. This morning we talked about um, how we, how I think I think it would be better if we started. So last night uh, we did a devotional time on um, uh, knowing God's purpose for us, right? Um, and then this morning we did another devotion on um, God's identity or how our identity influences our purpose, and kind of connecting those two. And we talked a lot about our um, identity. And so, Felipe. What? I think I think that was just a good intro. So, what were you thinking going forward, setting this up? Yeah, I think if we, how like how, mm, I had it, um, but we're we're trying to piece this all together and just basically have a conversation individually because I think this would be helpful and beneficial. Um, and whoever can start can start. But I'm going to pose this question out there, and we'll see where this conversation takes us. But you, where you're at in your life. What does it look like for you to live out the purpose of God for your life? And we talked about how the purpose of God can be general and it can be specific for your life. But let's talk generally. Like we all know that we're called, right, to go out into all the nations, make disciples. We we have that basis. Whoa, I hate when this happens. I get the burps every time you record. Uh, but we have a general purpose but we all are placed individually, uniquely in different locations and at different periods of our lives. But it doesn't negate our ability to live out the purpose of God for our lives, right? So what does it look like for you where you're at to live that out? Uh, what's up, everybody? It's John. <laughs> uh, for me, what that looks like um, for me to live out my purpose right now, I'm transitioning into um, being a college student and a football player and for me being a light to my teammates and my coaches and my friends and my teachers um, that's something that I I value very highly but for me it starts with um, fellowshipping with God and my relationship with God um, you can't give something that you don't have and if you don't start your day and um, prioritize your life around that time with with God, you have to, um, or you won't be able to be a light or be an effective light. So for me, that purpose starts with every single day, making sure that I'm, I'm right before my God and I'm making sure that I'm um, fellowshipping with him. Yeah, that's good. Um, anyone else? Um. <laughs> Uh, hey, it's uh, it's it's Ben. <laughs> um, so I'm uh transitioning to a to my junior year. Um, obviously I have 
a little bit more of responsibility um, heading into my junior year. Um, obviously, the school schoolwork is harder. You have to do your ACT. Um, all my I'll be the last Harmon in the in the household. All my siblings will be gone, and I I think that um, it's definitely a season of time where um, I'll be um, definitely uh, put with more responsibility, um, especially in the household. Um, and I think that last, uh, last night we talked about, um, like, um, how we can, uh, have a purpose in our, in our season right now, instead of waiting, you know, waiting four or five years down, years down the line. Um, um, sorry. <clears throat> okay. Um, my, my bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely, um, just with more responsibility, um, I think that, uh, God can definitely use me, um, in this season right now, um, and understanding that, um, that I have, uh, a good amount of influence, especially in my friend groups and, um, my football and basketball team. Um, I think that, God could uh, hopefully use me in in different ways, um, even if I'm I'm still not out of high school yet or um, don't have my license or whatever that might be. Yeah, that's nice. Um, Isaac, do you have something you wanted to say? No. Okay. Um, no, that's awesome. Uh, I think a big part of what we've been talking about today uh, with like identity and making our identity in Christ and making and having that influence our purpose is um, obviously how God is using us. Uh, I think we wrapped up today's devotional with talking about how, like, it's Christ living in us who, like, that because by Christ becoming our identity and Christ living in us, we're able to go out and have Christ live through us, and God does his work through us by having our identity in Christ. So I guess my question for whoever would like to, take this up is like how how do you how does your identity in Christ or how do you use your identity to jeez uh, brain fart how do you use your identity in Christ to have God live through you Isaac you want to go <laughs> what's up it's it's Isaac um so a big part <clears throat> on how I think that you use your identity in Christ and and how God uses you is that you have to you have to be living you have to be living the Christian life and be an example for people around you. You go into your workplace, there might not be a lot of Christians there, but if they see a strong Christian living in their faith, then they can see that you're living differently and, and just wonder why you're living differently. Um, and not differently necessarily, or not differently in a bad way at all. Just wonder why you're more joyful, happier, more patient with people. Um, I think that's the biggest part for me that I took away. What does it look like to, and this doesn't have to be Isaac that answers, so somebody follow up quick if he doesn't have an answer, but what does it look like for you like everything that we talked about this morning, right? Like having your identity in Christ, we talked about what that means. And so how, what does that mean for you? Like, uh, so I guess my question is like having your identity in Christ as opposed to what? Like if we're going to have like a, 
a thoughtful conversation. Like we needed to, we need to determine what we're actually talking about. Right. Cause like, I think for uh, some people that might be listening to their podcast, this is the first time that they might be hearing about having an identity in Christ or, you know, like my identity is what's on my driver's license. Right. So what are we, what are we talking about as opposed to what, if you have your identity in Christ, as opposed to. Um, yeah. Hey guys, it's uh, Xander. Um, I think that our identity in Christ looks a lot like, um, just like choosing what Christ or God would choose. So like living, uh, a godly life. So, you know, uh, this, this, yeah, living a God, godly life, uh, I think is what. And I think. This is John again. <laughs> uh, just taking that a step further, not even just not even just choosing um, choosing to live a godly life, but it's about what you believe and what you actually put your worth in and where your worth lies. So this morning when Fleabag was talking, it was about identity. Um, he brought up the example of people who put their identities in like cars, for example, and their whole life is about um, their car and cleaning their car. And um, another example would be like their work and how much money they're making and what job they have or their spouse or their significant other. Um, But as Christians, we're called to not put our identity in things, but put our identity in a person and that who we are and how we live and what our worth is depends on what Jesus did for us and who he is. And ultimately, nothing nothing can change that. Um, Romans 8. 38 and 39 basically takes us through there's nothing in the world that can separate us from God's love and not only is there tremendous um, comfort in that but there's tremendous freedom in that where we are sent out into the world um, to to live that out from that place of identity that's good um, so we're we're talking about in our identity and in our purpose and if we're living a if we're living in Christ, right? This morning we talked about so many different places where Paul um, essentially tells us, hey, you know, like either put on Christ or, hey, you no longer live, but Christ lives in you. Although he phrased it in the in the first person, right? It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me for I've been crucified with Christ. Um, if we're, if we now have our identity in Jesus, like, and and that's where we're coming from. Like, if if we're being honest, what are we, what are we coming from, right? Like, because Paul is making this distinction that okay, like now now we have this new life in Christ. Now we have this identity in Christ, but crucifying yourself and letting Christ live through you, like, what does that even mean? And what are you, what have you crucified? If that makes sense, like if anybody's willing to share. Um. Uh... For me, uh, Ben, it would be, it would probably be um, sports would be a good example. Um, I mean, I put a lot of time into uh, both my sports, and um, I think that understanding that um, everything that I have is also God's, and he doesn't want certain areas of my life to be separated. Um, and so um, whether that would be like um, – um, only, only really, uh, 
experience experiencing God or um, showing God's love outside of those sports. Um, I think it's important for me to, um, like my brother was saying, John was saying last night, put on the church clothes even even when you're um, even when you're playing football or even when you're you're playing basketball. Um, I think it's is really important. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned putting on church clothes. Uh, that, um, that's something that we talked about earlier in a devotion. If you could, what does that mean to turn tr- uh, put on your church clothes, or what does that mean to church uh, choose Christ or choose your church clothes in that scenario? I guess John's taking this away. No, with the mic here because this was my analogy. Excuse me, analogy from earlier. <laughs> so, um, so the analogy that I use, um when Ben refers to um, church clothes is that um, before we became Christians, we have this, we have this closet, right? And they're all our clothes and they're the different things that we can, we can put on in our flesh. Um, But once we become born again, believers, once we're saved um, through Jesus blood, we have this new set of clothes that Jesus bought for us. Um, But just because he bought us new clothes doesn't mean that we can choose to put them on. So as Christians, we we have a choice every single day in every single situation whether or not we want to put on the old clothes, the clothes of our our flesh and our carnal nature, versus um, choosing to put on um, the spirit um, in our church clothes, if you will. So uh, that's good. I like that because um, especially when talking about what our identity is. Because uh, we talked about when we make our identity in Christ, our cho- who we are is changed, right? Um, who we become is different because our actions are different. We're held to a higher standard. And so the choosing of Christ becomes like a daily, uh, a daily struggle and a daily um, choice that we have to make. Um, my question for you guys is how how do how does your how do those daily decisions that you make like becoming Christ like how does that become or how does that affect your overall purpose right because when i think for everybody in this room like we're moving on to like big things like you guys are working on your ACTs to for like college prep and stuff uh the other half of this room is working on going to college and doing that. And so you have like big things in your future, stuff like looking like Jesus at football practice and making a daily decision. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like a big deal. So how do you guys, how does making those little decisions affect the, your overall purpose? Shall we say? Uh, Isaac here. I kind of, I kind of imagine it like working out and and being on a diet, following God every day. Am I going to, Am I gonna eat the donut? Is it's good for me? It tastes good for me now, but <laughs> but but later down the line, it's it's not gonna be so good. Um, I think it's yeah, just an everyday battle. It's just day by day. You have to go on and and make the decisions that are hard, but but will benefit you in the future. And they might not benefit you at the time, but for sure later down the line, you won't be dealing with regret or. Or just yeah, regretful feelings and we uh we also talked a little bit about 
um, dying dying to ourselves, right? Uh, we talked about um, in order to have our identity in Christ, we need to like die to ourselves so that Christ can live in us, right? Um, if, and this is kind of the decision, or this was kind of what uh, Isaac was saying to begin with, where it's like that daily decision to not eat the donut per se is like you need to, like, say no to this tastes good or this is really good um, in order to see, like, greater fulfillment in Christ and dying to ourselves. Um, Felipe, do you have anything? Yeah. Um, Follow-up question, because we, we talked about dying to ourselves and our purpose, right? And one of the questions I, I want to pose um, to people in this room um, is... As, as we look at transition, as we look at growth, and, and forget transition, let's just talk about life, right? Right now, we're at a place where I think it's really easy to, in this room, like right here where we're gathered, and on a weekend like this, it's really easy to talk the talk and walk the walk, right? Like in this room right here, it's really easy to say, yo, you know, like I... I want to go after God's purpose. I want to understand God's purpose for my life. I want to live out his call in my life. I want to put my identity entirely in him. But the truth is like Sunday afternoon when we're done or Monday, when you go back to your home or whatever the case might be, like when, when that's all said and done, your, your words really don't matter unless you've put action behind them. So what is it, what does it look like for you to like, actually live this out if you're trying to live out your purpose if you're trying to put your identity in jesus when you go back to school when you go back to work when you go back to your home when you go off to college and we talked about putting on your clothes and putting on your church clothes or putting on the identity of christ and whatever but like the the reality is we're paul tells us in the bible jesus tells us in the bible that like listen choosing to follow me is going to cost you stuff right um and so what do, what do we do with that, right? Because we can, we can talk the talk in here because right here, right now, we're not giving up anything to live out what we're talking about. We're not, you know, like maybe you're sleeping on the couch, you know, like maybe you're sleeping on the floor. Maybe you don't have the space that you normally, you know, like whatever. Like right now we're in a, in a place, in a position where like we are giving something up, but it really doesn't mean much because it's a weekend, right? Like Jesus calls us to give up our, or give ourselves up daily, die on the cross daily. Um, but what does that look like for you in your life? So let me just give a practical example. Um, so just to reset the question really quick. So we're, we're answering how do we live out our purpose in our life, right? Well, yes, but in the sense of like right now we're talking about actually we're we've spent most of the weekend talking about it and we say yes and amen right like at the at the devos we we look at the word of god and we've been studying the word of god and we're like yeah man that sounds really good yeah but like one once this is all over once our guys weekend is over until next year we really can do whatever we want how do we solidify what we're talking about here how how do how do you personally solidify what we're talking about here so that it's not just, yeah, we'll do this again next guy's weekend. And then we can talk about another topic where we live it out for three days. 
the biggest thing is surrounding yourself with people who have um, a like a like mind as you, um, such as getting in your local church, um, a solid local church that you, that you can trust. And um, for me, it's getting around Felipe, it's getting around Rowan, it's getting around some of my guy friends that love Jesus. Um, and it's so difficult, and, and if, if you've tried this, I've tried this, to live out your Christian life, but you're surrounded with the world. Um, obviously, as Christians, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. But, um, but the point I'm trying to make is when we fill our minds and we spend our time on things that eventually will lead to death, then we can't grow as Christians. And this was a big point we talked about earlier in the weekend. Um, and I, I know we're bringing up a lot of references to what we talked about. But the point is we need to surround ourselves. We need to think about things that are God-honoring um, and people that can, that can teach us what the Bible says. Um. Can, I, can I ask a follow-up question? Never mind. Rowan can go because he wanted to say something. No, I was just, it, looked, it looked like Ben also wanted to say something, so if you wanted to go, get it. Um, I, I sort of forgot. I sort of forgot, but also I think that, like, um, it's important to, like, um, sorry. It's important to, um, like, focus on on God, like, every morning. For me, it's, like, um, it's easy for me to forget um, what I should be or want to act like um, at school and stuff. Um it's easy for it to just kind of float in the back of my mind and then not realize until later in the day that, that, that this is how I was truly acting or, um, or this is how I should have acted. Um, I think that meditating and, and definitely getting in the, in the word, uh, daily, um, is definitely beneficial, um, in terms of like, um, really living out, uh, what we're learning this weekend and, um, what, uh, the Bible teaches, um, is, really just thinking on it throughout your day so that um, when those uh, um, times and um, chances appear, um, you, you either know how to act or you're, you're ready for that, for that moment. That's good. And I think uh, Felipe's, like, original question, the original thing that kind of kicked this all off was um, he was talking about, like, why – why this shouldn't be a three-day thing, why this isn't, like, a weekend thing. This is an everyday thing. And um, for me personally, I'll just go ahead and answer the question because, um, yeah. Um, I think when you hear this message, I think it should bring such joy to your heart, right? I think it should, like, affect how you think about things when there's such a great gift that's been given to you. Why should you keep that to yourself, right? If we just kept this to ourselves as a group of guys, what's the purpose in that, right? What's the purpose of doing this if not to go out and help others get the same exact joy out of what we're doing? Because we can sit here for hours on end talking about this stuff, but if it ends there, then it's pretty much meaningless. If it stays in this room or in the car on our way to do some activity, whatever we're talking about is meaningless and it's a waste of time. This needs to affect the way we're. This needs to affect the way we're living because it is. Um, because it, like there should be a joy that comes out of it. There should be, it should move us in some kind of way. You don't hear this great, 
uh, news and not, and just not do anything with it. Uh, Felipe, do you want to lead us into the next thing? Or, yeah, Felipe. Um, yeah. So I think when it when it comes to this topic specifically, this is an age old question, right? Like this is a this is a question that humanity has been asking as as tale as old as time, just like Beauty and the Beast, right? Like, why are we here? You know, like, and that's really what we're talking about. If we're talking about our purpose and our identity in Christ, like, why are we here? Um, it's it's the question that has boggled philosophers and and psychologists and people and artists and musicians and athletes and whatever like everybody wants to know why they're here why they were put on this earth um given what everything that we've talked about and kind of in short this podcast episode really you know like is kind of giving you just a glimpse of everything that we've talked about this weekend but how does your relationship with god personally inform the answer to that question right like because now I think there is an answer, right? Like the, the, why are we here? That's humanity's oldest question. And we, we look for it in so many different ways, right? Like you, you think about like ancient Greece and how they try to answer that question. And they came up with the story of the gods. You think of the Babylonians, you think of like all of the, the stories of creation that have, that have come from all of history. You look at, you know, like the atheists that will say that we're just here just because, you know, like, oh, it's just by chance. And I'm, the, frankly, that's a sad way to live, I think, if you're just here by chance with no purpose. Um, but but we believe we were created for a purpose. And so how does your relationship with God inform the answer to that question? Because this is something that we've all been asking, right? Like, why am I here? Everybody wants to know if, essentially, why am I here and if they matter? How does God answer that question for you personally or for you in the context of everything that we've been talking about? Well, I think when I'm like searching for like a general purpose in my life, like a point of like what God specifically wants me to do, I often look at um, uh, the Great Commission, Matthew 28. Um, I just think it really kind of spells out what, why we're here and what God just wants us to do. Uh, like verse 17, uh, about or 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded of you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So, like, so like going out, right? I think that really screams volumes. Like, it goes right back to what Rowan was saying, how we have to, you know, we can't learn this amazing news and just keep it to ourselves. Otherwise, that'd be a great waste. Um, and I think our mission and purpose is absolutely different for everyone. And uh, our situation, you know, God, he doesn't, you know, sh give, he's not going to give us our life plan. He's, he's going to influence our decisions, like, every step of the way. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't give you, like, when you're, you know, 50, this is going to happen or stuff like that. We just need to trust him with every decision we make. And uh, I'm sure we'll end up fine. Yeah, that's really good. Um, anybody else want to add off to that? Anybody else want to, like, ricochet off Xander's point there? 
Father John? Just one more quick point. Um, I would say that Xander, Xander pointed out that there absolutely is um, an individual difference to um, everyone's purpose, but at the same time, we also have um, a common purpose um, as, as human beings, and we can see this in um, the first couple chapters of Genesis. Um, when God first creates the garden, he gives um, human beings essentially two main things to do. Number one, he, he makes all of creation, and he gives um, Adam and Eve the job of stewarding that creation. They're not owners of the creation. They don't, they don't take care of it because they own it. They're taking care of God's creation. Um, but, but the second thing and most important thing is they, they, they walked in the garden with God. They fellowship with God. It says um, in, in right after the, um, Adam and Eve ate the fruit, um, they heard God walking in the garden and they hid, right? Um, and, and when I read that passage, the thing I, I always bring it to is like, I don't know about you guys, but like if I hear like one of my family members walking in the house, like, I can tell who it is just based off of, like, how they sound. Like, not even knowing, like, who's home or, like, who's even here, right? So they didn't even see God. Adam and Eve didn't even see God in the garden. And they, and they hid because they knew it was him, which tells us they were, that they were used to walking with God. So our purpose as human beings, and we've talked about it all weekend, is, number one, to know God and to fellowship with him. Um, just a, a very long addition to Xander's uh, comment. No, that's super good. Anybody else? No. All right. I I think this is that's a that's a good point to end it on. Yeah. Felipe? Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you like this episode and you want to hear more of us, hit that follow button. Smash that like button. <laughs> now, subscribe. We don't we don't have a YouTube oh, channel. Yeah, like, we're not posting on YouTube anymore, so it's kind of pointless to say that point. But you can follow us on SoulSinkingPodcast.com. You can subscribe to us there. We're on Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. Uh, I was going to say Google Earth, but what's the one? <laughs> LinkedIn. Audible. MySpace. <laughs> Amazon Podcast. We're all over the place, really. You can listen to us anywhere. You can buy some merch. We haven't plugged that in a while. No one's also bought merch in a while. That's cool. It's <laughs> not like we pay for storage, so we don't. I would, that wasn't petty. Uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Share with friends and family. And loved ones. And your coworkers. And your customers. If you yeah. work in retail. Yeah. I had I thought I had <laughs> something, but I don't. Alright, goodbye. Peace out.